Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Imano. My name is Uluani Femi. And I'm Tej. So how are we doing? Awesome. Yeah, well, we're good. Awesome. awesome. The weather has been confusing. Oh yeah. It's be hot. No, unless it be raining and when you go out, you see the sun and it's very hot. Well, you you <laughs> rained yesterday, right? Yeah, like almost throughout the day. I heard some roads are now bad. Like yeah, I was seeing vid- uh, pictures of. Uh, they say breeze, breeze blow road come out or something. <laughs> that's that's the lingo they use. That <laughs> strong winds have blown off the roads. But well, well, just like rainy season, this is supposed to be rainy season. We but don't just, understand. We don't understand if, uh, the weather again. <laughs> the rain for soup 2020. Yeah. So let's uh, go straight yeah. to the topics for t- uh, today. We've had we're having a lot of interesting topics, and of course, let's start with the good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, we learned Cameroonian health tech startup Headlane secured some funding. This week, stage. Yeah. What's going on? So apparently, um, it happened um, late last month, mm. but like the startup didn't report it. Oh, so it seems like they've not really like closed the round. Mm. But like um, the one of the investors, um, Digital Horizon, like kind of just yeah. said it out there that he participated in this round, this two point four million dollar round that mm. held lean. Um, just raised and some other investors include Sequoia Capital. Sequoia Capital is quite known mm, in the Sequoia. US and, and Silicon Valley. Mm. Um, also, Silicon Valley Bank. So, in total, like, yeah, like I said earlier, $2.4 million. Healthlink oh. was uh, founded by Alan Tef. Okay. So, he's popularly known to be to be the guy behind Gifted Mom back in oh. 2012. So, Gifted Mom was like, or is like a platform where they help um, mothers and pregnant women with healthcare. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like with, uh, via messaging um, or via, what's it called? Providing services that they need, you know, to make their deliveries smooth and okay. everything and to take care of their children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, since 2012, he had, he raised $220,000 for Gifted Mom. And last year, he transitioned the startup, the Gifted right. Mom. Yeah. So like a social platform, right? Mm. Like social enterprise to now this um, digital okay. health tech, um, health lane that we have right now. Mm-hmm. So health lane earlier this year they entered um, Y Combinator. Wow, awesome. wow. Yeah, the winter batch where they raised 150k, and now we're hearing that they raised another 2.4 million. So I mean, for now we know that it's 2.4 million dollars. Mm-hmm. But there was this tweet he made about them giving a proper announcement when everything is settled. So it might be more than that. It might okay, just be this. Are, maybe there are other people that participated in the round. Exactly, that we don't know. We don't don't know. know okay, yet. so is this like seed, Serie A or... That's the thing. So like the details sure. of the this thing yeah. about uh, known right now. So it might, it's likely going to be seed round, um, seed fund. Seed fund, wow. Yeah. 2.4 million dollars. I mean, they just like in their, came, um, the launched last year. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So mm. good luck to them. Um, exactly. And fun, funny enough, I think it's one of the highest raises for a fran- francophone startup. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's exactly. True. So it's sign of things to come, I guess, for them. Yeah. For the francophone yes. um, they don't uh, region. Get too much attention. attention yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't hear of uh, countries like Cameroon, Ivory Coast a lot. Exactly. In the news. So it's it's cool that they're having this. Last, I think early this year, last, last month, I was on Ivorian e commerce startup that mm. raised $1 million to yes. Africa. Mm. So um, it, I feel it's it's it will make uh, this will bring more funding to their ecosystem. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, that's that's an interesting thing to watch. I mean, uh, African startups, uh, should I say, they are making lots and lots of progress. And I think 
the blockchain startup. Check it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, they are up to something. Like what's going on there too? So yeah, check it. Is like they use their um, blockchain tech to verify and track drugs. So you know, like these drugs you get in the pharmacy where they have like a barcode yeah, or yeah. a scratch mm-hmm. card behind mm-hmm. them. So yeah. the they're one of the guys that you know um, help these pharmaceuticals to um, liaise with their customers okay. on the kind of drugs that they want, and also for the customers to know if the drugs they got mm. are authentic. Okay. Right. So they launched in 2018. I think they were they had a short stint in the in MEST. Before okay. last year, they entered FB Start Accelerator. Yes. You know, the one this accelerator that is known for deep tech technologies and all that. Mm-hmm. So there, after that, they um, graduated last year. And so from the conversation I had with the CEO, um, Dari, he was saying that, I mean, they were in conversation with the Nigerian government to, you know, Helping. help them with all this NAVDAC stuff. Mm. Yes, yes. But like, you know, you have, you know how Nigeria can be. I mean, it's still in the process. Okay. Oh, uh, a lot like, of red tapes and exactly so yeah but now they have like um last last month i think they just secured this partnership with um the afghanistan ministry of health wow. and phantom to um track and verify eight thousand afghanistan drugs. yeah like, wait asia so wait wait sorry yes. co-founders Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Afghanistan, the same Afghanistan that we hear in the news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, maybe the, the media has portrayed them as, you know, all they do there is just fight. Yeah, or kill. That's, yeah, this anytime I hear have, the name Afghanistan, that's, they have, that's yeah, what comes to my mind. They have a life out, <laughs> outside, <laughs> outside that. So no, they have the same issue. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to, um, what is it called, make their health system better, right? Mm-hmm. And which we face the challenge of fake drugs in, in Nigeria. Yeah, so yeah. in Asia, so they face the same thing. And this, for example, like, okay, why this partnership even happened was, I'm um, it participated in one of one competition last year. Okay. That a company called Phantom mm. um, held in Africa Arena, Africa Arena Summit last year. So the challenge was to, was a blockchain um, startup challenge. And Phantom at the time was already in talks with the Afghanistan government, government to help them with drug verification and okay. all that. So Check It was like first run up in the competition, right? And they saw that the platform was very, very legit. And, mm-hmm. you know, so they decided to just partner with Check It, the Phantom guys, partner so with Check It. And, for yeah, exactly. So it, it's a bit like a three-month pilot before, you know, things take off. It, hopefully, mm. it takes off. But like for now, it's just a three-month pilot. So I think mm-hmm. it will be the first time you get a chance to do things on a like national scale mm-hmm. instead of national doing the normal B2B oh, business. to take a leap from this and see. Yeah, true. And it's just like, um, this is your own heritage and other people are saying they are worse mm-hmm. than you mm-hmm. are. Yeah. So it's so good to them. Good for yes, them rather. Good Kudos to them. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to, to see mm. this. Yeah. And I guess for a country like Afghanistan, uh, the health sector needs to be very, very uh solid exactly uh if for incidences of war crises and whatever mm-hmm. exactly so yeah makes sense makes sense and so you can see that it relates <laughs> yeah yeah they actually relates, yeah. <laughs> but i'm just scared for the guy that's, that's <laughs> uh, if if it's if it's about having a blockchain um products like um system like that you don't have to be be there present yes, there right be mm. there so just but I mean, we have crisis service. in the north and people are living there. Mm. So yeah, I don't think it's as bad as it, so, Afghanistan. You know? 
<laughs> but it might not be that bad. It might just be hey, well, CNN doing the, just for doing the most. It's their services. And mm. it's part of it. It's not everywhere that there will be unrest in the country. Mm-hmm. where we don't know. We're not sure of that, but you know. Yeah, true, true. Now, speaking about what you said uh, about... Uh, uh, having good startups or products in Nigeria and other people are seeing their words. It reminds me of uh, a former Paystack executive that was appointed as the chief data officer for Bank of Kigali. Imagine, uh, yes. I, I, was, I yeah. was glad about that. News that that was very interesting. Yeah. Like it's come like, a long, long way. Like mm. another, a national of another country, like making waves in the government of another country is, mm, is, yeah. is huge. It's, it's, so and it shows really, that Rwanda actually embraces, I don't know, African nationality. Because I don't see that happening in Nigeria mm-hmm. where maybe mm-hmm. it's okay. South Africa. Okay, maybe. So no, unless it's like... Bank of Igali is a commercial bank. Yeah. yeah. Imagine like GT Bank uh, mm. making someone maybe a Ghanaian or a Kenyan. It's, it's possible. It's possible. Mm-hmm. GT Bank is like, is fully, is fully a private bank, right? But the Bank of Kigali, even though it's a commercial bank, is owned by the government. Oh, okay. Like CBN. It's, okay, so the CBN is like the regulator. Okay. They have the National Bank of Rwanda that is the regulator there. Mm-hmm. But this one is a commercial bank that deals with customers directly. Do you have any, like, like, an any example like that in Nigeria? Nigeria? We don't have any example like that. It's oh, like a wow. bank that the federal government runs. Yeah. Mm. What Boy. you will see is night posts that the federal government is running. Night posts, mm-hmm. uh, NMPC. That's oh, okay. an example. Like it's a company that. Oh, deals so with I customer. see why they can um, bring other nationalities mm. to. Yeah, but I don't see it's say a Ghanaian heading NMPC. But it's not heading. Is chief digital officer. Chief digital right? officer. So it's not like okay, chief yeah, executive officer. That's so it's like that's probably that's like second in command or third or something. Yeah, it's just he's heading the. Yeah, it is definitely. It's heading the digital arm of the company. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's uh, we actually uh, interviewed him, and Mm -hmm. so you can check our website for more details. He shared his story. Just seven years, he graduated from MIT. Seven uh, years ago. Yeah, 2013, and he's already doing great things. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, uh, let's move to their neighbors in Kenya. Their their statistics body, uh, statistics bureau released information and i found it very interesting they said uh ict devices smartphones and laptops and the likes Mm -hmm. the importation of those devices actually increased by 56 percent during covid19 and during the lockdown and uh idc actually predicted that smartphones and laptop we reduce reduce. Mm -hmm. that was in march that was in march yeah and during that report i think there was a decline around africa but i think kenya Actually, no, they had a lot of initiative. Nifemi reported some things about uh, online uh, school, online schooling. Yes, and there are a lot of, um, like, they have support. Mm. The, the government is really supporting education, like when okay. it comes to remote learning yeah, in yeah. the school. So, are you saying that's what drove? Yeah, the... that's what the bureau mentioned oh. that the online education actually drove the importation of these devices, of these devices. Mm-hmm. Oh, because we well, have free data when they give you like. Oh, Probably, they're giving them free data. Yeah, yeah. like for students, what? you have a quota of data you get per month. Mm. It's in partnership with a um, telco. Was it Etel? I think it was Etel. Yes. Mm. So that's I think it, that's a good point that it can it could have driven it because well you have data already, so get yeah. a device to use it free. Mm. And well, they're trying to make students keep learning where they are too. Mm. So ah, that's awesome. Well, wow. we have we have shamed. 
Kenya has shamed a prediction. A prediction. Yeah, because, yeah. Because like it's normal. Like you want. But, but the prediction was like on. in the whole of Africa, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but for Kenya, IDC actually predicted that it might drop. Oh, for because them, of the whole. Yes, now because pandemic. you want yeah, to be spending yeah, yeah. on necessities, not. So they pr- proved like, them wrong. Yes, yes. Nice but one. it was necessary. Was yeah, it was actually it. necessary. And yeah, Kenya has been bringing lots of initiatives during the... So they suspended... Uh, you know, when you borrow loan during mm-hmm. before the lockdown mm-hmm. and you don't pay back, they can actually blacklist you. So the Kenya government stopped that. Yeah, they, during, should they should not blacklist you. anybody. You well, during this period. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, I think they reduced VAS, they reduced a lot of things and it's been interesting the, the thing is when when it's an encouraging environment mm. development like this will happen like you will even be able to think of getting devices yeah because yeah. well there are a lot of things that are not going against you like it is you know, mm. who knows <laughs> I don't, want to don't mention, mention names, right? don't mention names don't mention names yeah so talking about devices and uh, remote activities mm-hmm. what is happening in zimbabwe cyber security issues i'm saying something about that yes um well that thing that thing we we felt at the beginning of the lockdown yeah. when a lot of people went online there were a lot of webinars and yeah. meetings and all yeah a lot of we got tired of distance something they call zoom bombing where mm. your meeting is hijacked and yeah. you know that hmm. i think we experienced yeah we experienced it. one of our meetings to Zoom meeting that yeah, was it Pakistani guys or, or something? Or... Yeah, I just wanted to holla. So, um, like, um, t- same thing happened in Zimbabwe just um, recently. I think they're just having their own share of it, hmm. and they, um, in, like a department in the government was having it, they were having a meeting and. Um, it was hijacked mm. and the person that hijacked it was showing them explicit content. Wow. And they say it took them time to recover the meeting back. <laughs> and well, it opened their eyes to something and they were like, no, no, we can't continue like this. No, Let's no, no. build our own video conferencing app. So, they're in the, yes, yes. So, it's in the works so it's yes, already yes. out? Yes. They, they, actually, they have a system already um, used by the finance, by, by the Ministry of Finance in the country. That is financial finance management system. They use it to secure their finances. Mm-hmm. So they're going to include this um, feature on that system. Mm-hmm. So they can use it as their own Zoom. So you're saying it's safe, safer than Zoom. So they are like, well, even if uh, uh, this thing is going to be exposed, mm. it is still within our country. <laughs> so it is better than being exposed into ants in any yeah. other place because mm. Zoom is a global tool. Okay, so will it be used by just the government or by everyone in Zimbabwe? Mm, I, it is not clear, but for for the fact that it's, it's included on a system that is used by the government, by yeah. ministry in the government. So yeah. that means like it is be accessible by for government meetings because the goal is that they don't want um, things they discuss, confidential activities yeah. they discuss within the government to be mm. exposed to other people. So okay. I'm guessing that should be the how it will be be used but i think is is a good thing for them to to actually know that to to or to take into mind there's something called cyber security because we've learned that african countries don't take it serious so for for an incident like this and they feel that this the next step we should take is this is it's kind of encouraging yeah and 
if if you can think like this in Africa and other imagine economies, then we decide to start building innovations for ourselves mm-hmm. instead of depending on global ones. Yeah. So hopefully other countries will take a leap from this. And yes, um, the first, I don't know. Yes, the first that we can we know that it has been reported. The mm-hmm. first video conferencing I was also built. The first African video conferencing that was, was Kenya, right? in Kenya. Yeah. Yes, sometimes in June. Oh. <clears throat> yes, it's called Gimzo. That Gimzo, one, yeah. yes, it was built by a game, by a game startup, by a gaming startup. Yeah. It was built like, and it said the proceeds from it will actually be used for COVID-19 relief fund. Mm. So, yes, so we are hoping that we <coughs> see more indigenous innovations mm. in the con- on the continent. Mm, but we hope that this thing will actually solve the issue they wanted to solve hopefully yeah. hopefully mm-hmm. yeah and uh, what you said is very very important even on a very very foundational level you know Teji, uh, you might remember if some months ago that github was down throughout that day yeah and github is for for the layman it's just like a store where almost every developer Dev, in the yeah. world stores in all their information information in the cloud and it reminds us that okay we need to have our own github mm-hmm. we need to have our own wordpress like the wordpress is one that hosts like a majority of websites around the world sure mm-hmm. so we need to have our own cms and all that i mean just as china has yeah china is also building that and of no, course they have, they have their they own have, version of everything no no i mean like yeah. <laughs> i feel it's because of their language and they have the markets so just to be fit everything that the US has and everything. And for other reasons too. Yeah. Um, finally, uh, let's look at what is happening in Uganda. This is mostly uh, East African stories today. Bad news. Is it bad Zim- news? Zimbabwe is south, right? Zimbabwe is south, yeah. Zimbabwe okay. is south. So, yeah, we're rolling around Africa this week. So, Zimbabwe, from Zimbabwe to Uganda, Uganda. Okay, I'm sorry to bring more bad news your way this week. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> okay, so you remember in 2018, uh, Uganda yeah, introduced a social media tax, daily tax mm-hmm. of about 200 Ugandan shillings. That is about $0.05 every day to use social media. Now, this On week, who? the users, everybody, okay, everybody in Uganda, every Ugandan citizen, every Ugandan citizen, right? <laughs> so now, this past week, they brought a notice. I think Tage reported something like that uh, last year, uh, saying that the internet is about to get more expensive yeah, in Uganda. Uganda. Mm-hmm. So this time around, they are saying, if you want to broadcast anything online... This like time if, they are saying, it will be more expensive. <laughs> more expensive. So same thing that... Um, sorry, sorry for cutting you. No that um, Governor Sawolu said he didn't approve in Lagos. Oh, Okay. Is it not the same For, thing? This is similar. Okay, so that one was censorship. Censorship fee. Censorship board. Lagos State Censorship Board. For every content. Every video content producer. They're collecting money from this. How much was thing. that? That was like uh, $5 a month or there about. Do you know how much this is? Wait, is this per year or per, per month? It's an application fee and I think you'll be renewing it. So it's about 100,000 Ugandan shillings. $97. $97. It's, it's not funny at all it's not funny so the thing is not just video producers facebook live sessions bloggers instagram <laughs> live exactly. sessions <laughs> podcasts like this Tech so Point Africa podcast. just put a normal tweet or a post on facebook i don't know that it's very very confusing so normally so if i want to tweet now to p 
Yeah, that's oh, okay. crazy. Or is it that until I want to host a live Twitter session, maybe I want to host a tutorial or yeah. or something. And this thing looks scar- it looks like more scarier <laughs> for them there than here because in those in Kenya, sometimes you can just shut down their internet. So the Uganda, be Ethiopia. In, sorry, Ethiopia. yes, and Ethiopia. yeah, Ethiopia actually. Yes, those countries, it, it looks realer to them than here. Of course, it's not yeah. the case of. Hopefully we don't shutting cause. down the internet in Nigeria. Mm. You understand? Yeah. But those nations they've experienced this. So when they bring issues like this, we 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 fear for them that they might actually follow it through. Even though yeah, yeah they they will. Uganda has, has a proven track record mm-hmm. of following it through. I mean, like in the past, <laughs> the one they did in 2018. Yeah, it's uh, citizens still paid for yeah. all the stuff. So remember when they enforced that social media tax mm-hmm. in within two months, they lost about 2.5 million. Yeah, social, subscriptions yeah. in two months mm-hmm. but i think the numbers started increasing after that september mm-hmm. little by little little by little so got, got used to it and people started, got used to use it. they started using vpn to bypass oh. the restriction mm-hmm. on social media facebook and all that then of course people had to be using google now if you check alexa traffic rankings now you see google facebook and youtube as the top sites mm-hmm. on, in uganda in, in uganda and YouTube and Facebook are part of the social media that are restricted and it's still among the top. Mm-hmm. So people are using, if you, uh, I read an interview on DW of a, an Uber driver that lost his customers because his customer used to reach him on WhatsApp and mm-hmm. Facebook and all that. He lost all those customers. He had mm-hmm. to become a full-time Uber driver and he does not pay the social media tax. Mm-hmm. He uses VPN. Smart. Smart. So, so seriously, these these things are. Hopefully, they can use VPN for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the timing. Elections is just four months away. They ban political campaigns, like physical oh. campaign. So, so social media campaign oh, became very very active. You know, and that make that makes sense for live sessions. This candidate is contesting. Mm. This candidate is contesting. The person that is contesting against Yusuveni. Yusuveni has been ruling since 1986. Yusuveni doesn't want to go. Yeah. And the person contesting is a musician. Is a, is a, Wait, I thought they arrested him or something like that. Ah. They released him. <laughs> they released him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's crazy. It's, it's more, it looks more like a political yeah, game. It is. Than, so that they can... Well, people will not have any other choice than to... Pay the tax and yeah. so that they can advertise on And so he can come and back to need, power. And they need approval, not just paying the tax. They so need even, approval. <laughs> even if you are interested, you have to be allowed to pay it. Yes. You need approval from the authorities, the Uganda Communications Commission. So they have a beef with you. Forget it. Sorry. Oh, nice. That's it's, not nice. It's no, nice. That's not and nice. one more thing. As part of the regulations, they also, inside that the regulation, they have a provision that looks like our own NBC code. Oh. about local content that, where you yeah. must you promote local content same. must air about you must air at least 24 hours no out of the 24 hours a day must end at uh, air at least two hours or one hour every day for the local content for local content producers so and show marks just came in 2020 january <laughs> dstv has been there and they said they want to provide a level playing feed for all the local, local TV. And what is wrong so with So it just what is wrong looks very, very similar to what the NBC did. And I think, okay, let me keep quiet. Yeah, so it's, it's all very interesting. No, that regulations came out in 2019 and it looks like the NBC code. So make of that what you will. <laughs> <laughs> make of it whatever it is you want to make of it. Hmm, so. If you look at these laws, they are mostly outdated laws. I searched 
the entire uh, document and there's no word online in that document. There is no word internet in that document. Mm-hmm. The closest thing to the internet in that document is ICT. <laughs> That's the only thing. That's what I was saying that they will make it vague that so that they can put any other make, agenda exactly. Inside. So, but it's fine. It's it is fine. well with Africa. <laughs> so yeah, enough of the good news. Nifemi, uh, <laughs> Tech Point is doing something interesting. I think. Yes, as we mentioned last week, we are still looking forward to you enrolling for Tech Point Academic. Hmm. Um, this our edi- writers. writer's edition, mm-hmm. yes. So, for people that have that want to learn how to do investigative journalism and how to write creatively, and the interesting part is not just for people that are writing, people that want to write, you, 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 you convince people with what you say, with what you write. Mm. So, for people that are into marketing, this is also a platform for you to learn. For mm. people that um, I, I HR PR, relating sir. with people, people that, yes, people that are into PR, pop, um, public, public relation. You need this because what what are what you use to convince people? What are what you use to push your businesses, the success of your business? So it is coming up between October twenty seventh and October thirtieth of mm. this year, and it, it is not too far away from us. So um, we add the link. To how you can register, and mm. you have to, you, there, there are a lot of things to learn. There are a lot of things to mm. learn. So you don't have to say I'm not a writer. I'm what not are they a learning from? Hmm? What are they learning from? Yeah, yes, yes. Sorry, I almost missed that. <laughs> you are learning from people that like two, two personalities like that were like salt I and respect. Pepe. I respect. You are learning from AKT, Ete mm. Dima, and Fisayo Shoyombo. Yes, they, they they have a good reputation in in the um. In the in the sector in the space yeah. space yes so look look out for that you keep reminding you every week so you can enroll so and, you must register yes you yeah. have to register at mm. a cost you see it um, in the link we will add to this podcast so look out for it we expect to see you there mm-hmm. all right thank you very much Nifemi uh, any last words stage as always um, stay stay safe yeah and. Take care of yourself. Okay. Till we meet again. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so don't forget if you're listening to us for the first time, you can always get this podcast anywhere you get your podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and trust me, anywhere else you get your podcast. So don't forget to drop a like or review and share it with your friends, families, and where we share and your enemies. Yeah, enemies. And as you do important. that, <laughs> and let's continue this conversation on. Community. community, yes, Tech please. Community, so. Co- community.techpoint.africa. Yes. So, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Ciao. <laughs>